Welcome everybody to Soul Inspired Reflections. Ascension, a humble awakening of the heart with me, your host, Gina Libido. The soul can take on many expressions that bring you into harmony and resonance with your higher self. Feel an aura of love that will envelop you and infuse your being. You'll find that even the chaos of your world makes sense and has meaning and purpose. Your dreams are so powerful, and as you become more sensitive to them, you can learn how to identify new energies and how they are communicating with you. In body, in power, in soul. Activate the spirit within you in this conversation of power, faith, grace, love, and forgiveness. Make a choice, be inspired, and take action. Soul Inspired Reflections starts now. Okay. I cannot tell you. Hey, everybody, I'm Dr. Pat. I want to explain something because one of y'all asked me a question two days ago, Benny, I think. First of all, let me give a shout out to the team. Um, definitely, we've got Jacob here, Olivia. Olivia, I can't thank you enough. I just, if you were here, I will give you like a hug. I cannot thank you enough for stepping in and helping us out. Um, and, uh, and, and Benny, thank you for being Benny every day. Uh, Thanks. Jacob, do I get a hug too? As well. Yeah. I, everybody gets the hug. Hey, I mean, I, 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 hug. I have. Uh, like so Oprah. I have a clip I do with my little laughing dog, <laughs> and it's a hug clip, and they want me to now do that for a hug clip, and I'm like, okay. But here's here's what I want to say about it. Today's show is Gina Libido's show. It's soul inspired reflections. It is about ascension. It is about a humble awakening of the heart. Now. Many of you have asked, we really love this thing, Pat, where you bring these incredible people on and then you're on with them. Yes. Why is it that that is important? One, because we have people like Gina coming out into the world, just blazing, and yet has never done this before, yet has done this all her life. She has been prepared for it. But when two or more are gathered, right, folks? That's when the magic happens. Today's show, this episode, she is going to take us on a journey. And I got to tell you, I've been working with Gina. Jessica's been working with Gina. I'm, t- I'm still kind of reeling from the last practice we did together. But think about this episode, the light that shines in our hearts. We're going to talk about this today. It's We have a full-blown show for you today. But I want you to know a little bit about Gina, and then you're going to know about her yourself. But I want to say this to all y'all out there. Every time you hear me say, Gina Libido, write down the number, 1-800-930-2819. That is our live call-in number. Why? Because she is in the world, of the world, beyond the world, to help you do the same. It doesn't matter what kind of question you have. It doesn't matter what insights you want her to bring forward. She is about soul-inspired living, body work, coaching, workshop, clients, speaking, ascension, spiritual awakening. I can go on. She is a certified body worker, advanced crystal healer, shamanic practitioner, and watch this, nature-connected life coach. What? That is amazing. But what you should know is she showed up here in service of all of you because we have not gone through what we have gone through. And I want to tell everybody this, and then we will get rolling. I have called my senator. One, two, three, four. 22 times. Why? 
because you all have emailed me and said, we heard you talk about the forgotten. See, Gina doesn't deal with the forgotten. She's going to recognize you where you are. She's been through what I've been through. All of us have been through a tough time. Why? Because that is the way it is. But what is it about that for her that you'll hear today that absolutely beyond all the certifications I read to you. See, you cannot, it doesn't matter how many degrees we have or how many certifications, our life experiences take us to the place where we can now help all of you. And we are committed to do that. Today's show is one of many. And what a better way to kick this off with an amazing person, our series that is so geared to help all of you than the light that shines in our hearts. Fabulous show, Soul Inspired Reflections. I want all of you to meet an amazing woman ready to help you. Gina, it's great to have you. I'm ready to rock it. Are you? Oh my gosh. Thank you. I'm just really taking in everything you just said with, yeah, I just thank you for that wonderful introduction. Um, (laughs) That's all I can say. It's beautiful. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. It's not only that you're happy to be here. I love the way the universe works because the people that need to be here to help the rest of the people in the world are showing up and you're one of them. And I want to honor your courage, but I also want to honor the fact that we are talking about something, the light that shines in our hearts, which you know what that is, but you have had to have this ascension, this ascension reside in your heart to even say yes to this. Let's talk about what is the greatest assets of ascension? You know, what is that light that shines within you? And I want to hear more personally for you. Mm-hmm. How it ignited that flame in you to have uh, you show up right here today now. Go on. That's a great question. I'm happy to share. <laughs> I mean, what I've realized, you have to experience life. We we can study everything in the world. We can have so much knowledge. But if you're not applying it in your day-to-day life, you're not going to get ignited by the interactions through people, through your pets, through seemingly accidents. So what occurred for me, there's been many times, but the one choice point and that that changed my trajectory in life um, was a loss of a dear friend of mine. And at that time, we both worked in law enforcement, but it was the events that followed. And I had this deep, like, cord struck in me that I was being treated with such lack of compassion during a really difficult time. And I just thought, I didn't want to live in a world like this. I did not want to live in a world that lacks so much compassion for what a human being may be going through, the loss of someone, discovering them, all these different components, still trying to show up at work and be there for friends that also were impacted. And like, who was there for me? Who was there for me witnessing what I was processing? And that ignited me. That set me on a tone where I started studying body work. I started having, uh, going to drum circles, connecting with that part of the earth. I love that we get to talk about where we've been, where we've gone to, and how we show up here. Because when people look at our past lives, right? 
And mm -hmm. I don't mean past lives. I mean our past in this lifetime. Although I do have some people that look at past lives. You know, sure. one of the things that happens is that we have the emergence and the merging. And I wanted, I wanted you to really talk about the power of what we're talking about here, the threefold flame. I want to talk about, you know, how difficult maybe it was. I have to tell you, mm. this, this, this girl that's showing up right here, this is not the girl, right? Right? Yeah. This is not the girl that you go back a bunch of decades. I remember my mentor saying, I want you to stand, I want you to stand in front of the mirror, Pat. This is before any of the Dr. Pat stuff. Patty, mm -hmm. I want you to stand in front of the mirror and I want you to say, I am powerful. Do you know how long that took me to do? Tell me about the threefold flame and tell me about this I am presence. Because once you can do that, even if mm. you fake it, like what changes? Oh my gosh. You have the ability, it, for me, in my experience, it changed my whole life. And now connecting with that threefold flame to me is a key to your ascension and transformation and how one walks through the world and experiences it. I, I call it like our filter. It's that secret chamber in the heart that um, that's how I learned of it um, in, in other mysticism and Gnostic, Gnost, excuse me, Gnosticics. <laughs> Yeah, I they get what you're saying. I don't worry. I, I can't say it either. Yeah. I'm in waiting for Benny to jump in and try yeah. to say it right now. <laughs> in, in other traditions, it's referred to as your divine spark. Um, but as I opened up into that vow of compassion, I realized, wow, I'm opening up my heart flame mm. that ignited. And then I followed these traditions of what is it like to work and expand my love? And so what happened as I was working with that threefold flame, I would get these responses back to me in life and universal law, there's law of opposite. So I encountered a really, really emotional letter or email that my neighbor sent. And it was all over because I just wanted him to pick up the dog poop in his yard. Mm -hmm. We have a shared backyard. Yeah. But what unleashed in him was so much anger. And at this time I was working with the I am presence, our higher self and calling those qualities in, working with the love ray, that plume inside us, that unseen force. And I handled it in a totally different way, not even realizing what was totally happening, what I called forth. And I just knocked on his door and he was postured ready to like kind of fight and I'm um, realized quickly like oh that's what he wanted it was conflict and then I just looked at him I'm a look if that's how you truly feel about me in that email you sent that's fine you have every right to feel whatever way you want I know that is not who you truly are all I would like to see is the poop picked up in the backyard that's all this is about for me and it de-escalated the whole thing but I would not have had that experience to practice what it means to expand that love and come from a place of using my power, my voice, because that's the other plume, which is depicted as a blue plume or blue flame. That's our will of God, our voice, our breath, our prana. Hmm. And we choose, we have a choice to use that in a more powerful way. And it reminds me of Carolyn Mace, where she said, one word can cut through you like ice, or it can uplift you. And I paraphrase, 
Yeah, no, right. And right. we have that much power to uplift or cut through another being yeah. by one word. Yeah. And so yeah. I started changing my use of language. Can I ask you about this a minute? Because I know when I hear you talk about it, mm. and sometimes my listeners have said to me, and we're going to go ahead and we're going to skip the next break, Benny. We're just going to keep rolling here, uh, Jacob, Olivia. I got an email. Actually, I got an email and like a, what do we call it, Benny? Snail mail? Like a like a letter, like with the stamp. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, snail mail. What do we even call it? It's, it's like our mail. postal service. <laughs> postal service. I got a, I got mail. Um, I get mail from the from the our, our fabulous audience. And one of the things that was brought to light was it was credible because people are sharing their stories and they said, look. What we love about the people, the hosts, Gina, you, they show up and they're not afraid to be vulnerable. They're not afraid to talk their stories. They're not afraid then to teach from that experience. And, you know, this beautiful thing you just shared, this heart opening, I had to respond to an email yesterday and I must have channeled you. Yeah. It was... It was the kind of email that you get, but my response, because I always prepare for the show. So I'm looking at you and I'm looking at the stuff here and whatever came out of me in that email. And I read it to Linda and I read it to Jessica and Jessica's comment to me was, you have to send this to the whole team. You see, I want to ask you about the idea of purification of body, mind, the alchemy of it. But mm -hmm. I want to talk with you about it the way you teach other people. You teach us that we are in a material world. That's mm -hmm. okay. You were, what did you say, law enforcement? Yes. Once upon a time, you're law enforcement. Yeah. Once upon a time, I sold hot dogs. But let's talk <laughs> about how the physical, from your perspective, ignites that divine energy and then what we must learn, hopefully we have a mentor like you, is how heart opening allows us to expand, right? Mm -hmm. And grow. And thank you for that Carolyn Mace paraphrase. But isn't this really what the discovery was for you when you talk about your own change? Yes. Yeah, it's a huge component. When I look back on my, before I really understood what I know today, it all started with connecting with the earth more mm. with that power of that drumbeat connecting with mother earth and what we're connected to. And that alone being in that vibration, that drum, boom, boom, boom. And like feeling that synchronicity, like, oh yeah, I walk this earth. I can be barefoot on it. Let me connect to it deeper so I could connect to myself deeper. Because one of the main things for me while I was in law enforcement in a non-sworn position was to maintain my own wellness. I did not want to lose myself to the uh, darker side of life's experiences. And I had to be willing to walk my own path and sometimes be in silence with what I was going through because I was surrounded at the time, other people that would not 
necessarily be able to hold that transformation, that unseen force, the esoteric piece of to transformation and individual healing that can happen. So it's very interesting to walk this line, but without that power of the drum circle, I was learning how to work with the four directions and that um, medicine wheel and recognizing I'm in a place of the East, a new beginning, bringing in that power of the Eagle and that wisdom and higher sight. And even today, as I work with these directions, they expand more and more and recognizing, wow, for me to be in the East, I'm also in the West and letting go of how I used to be my old, my parts of myself that no longer fit in what I want to become right now. Mm-hmm. So that means my judgments of others, of myself, I had to be mindful. And what can I put in place to fill my mind as I was retraining my mind? And so mantra, I started using mantra. And one of the most powerful mantra, well, they're all powerful. They're most oftentimes in when I read Sanskrit, like Om Manapadme Om. Even right now, I feel the vibration in me. Right. And that helps transform the impurities of our mind, our body, our soul. So we can come into a pure state and connect with that higher self. Yeah. And look, it was an evolution. It is an evolution. And it's also, may I? A yes. revolution. You know, I, I said at the top of the hour, 22 times I'm calling my senator, so, but I didn't tell you why. You know, we're living in some interesting times, but those of us that are in business, I believe we are the forgotten. I'm not talking about a Fortune 100 company that has multi-million billion dollars, but all the small businesses that are the background, bone. Mm-hmm. And I had this little... Um, uh, awakening, the light that sh- that was here. Because what I was discovering is that while there are many things going on in the world, we're the forgotten. And I started to write about it. And I started to post about it. And, and to be honest with you, messages when you're reaching out to your government, they are lost on social media. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to find another way. And one of our um, fabulous listeners, audience, watchers, viewers, emailed me. She heard me talk about it on one of my other shows. And she Mm. said, Pat, the way you speak from the heart, you should create a message. And so I looked at that. But as I was prepping for today's show, it has to be in your words. It has to be love expanding. Can you talk about that? While the situation mm. makes me a little bit like my, my, I think that's where I cut my hair. Betty will tell you, anytime I'm in a major transformation change, yeah. I will take that electric, what do you call that, shaver thing? Uh-huh. And I will go at it. And this morning, I stopped short of doing the whole head. I don't know why I do that. I think it's like some ancient thing. But can you talk about the, the power and the energy of love, even if we're in the face of an enemy, even if we're in the face of something disastrous. Mm. Can you talk about that? Because that is yeah. that is the thing you help people get to and you've gotten to in your life, isn't it? Yeah, 
Absolutely. Um, I do want to comment real quick on that metaphor of cutting the hair. I don't know what to make of it. I just it know I've done it. I do it. I, whenever the, I have a thing in my life, I just yeah. do it. It's symbolic that you are done potentially with whatever it is. And you're like, off comes the old and here comes the new. <laughs> and a Lakota teacher, healer, he once said, he's like, oh yeah, if there's a relationship and they broke up, it's first thing he asked is, he's all, did your lady cut her hair and change your hair? If, if she changed her hair, it's done. You're out. <laughs> and I laughed. I'm all, and it's so true. It's like this next stage or rite of passage. Um, but coming back to this power of the heart opening, yeah. when you're also ready for battle, that's a preparation in itself too. Like you're taking that buzzer and you're like preparing for that next stage. But when you walk through that with the path of heart and open and openness, even to your enemy, because something got triggered in you, deep inside you, to have to go to a different battle. But I feel it's also really important to recognize ourselves in that enemy. Because it's not just the external war, it's that inner war that all of us have. Even a Buddhist has that internal war in them. They've just maybe further along in their practice where the conflict no longer lives because they found a place of peace inside mm. so that ability to still show love i think one of the things that stand out to me right now is the war in the ukraine how can i still show love and compassion for putin because there's something in him and if we're all connected and i believe we are that means there's also that aspect in me that can go to war but what is it in him that has to bring healing? What is it in the collective? Because that is ex that he is representing a collective as well, that duality. And I'm in this place where I'm coming to unity, that divine union within the, myself, that divine union with the higher self, that unseen force, which we're all connected to in the universe. H.B. Plavowski talks about it, and I love her de definition of it. It's this universal ray that connects us to our higher self. We're all connected to that. She calls it Atma, the inseparable ray of the universe and one self. It's the God above more than within us. And I feel where we're at in a stage and we're heading toward this transformation where it's no longer external from us we are bringing in our higher self to fully embody that energy those qualities within us and for the pure energy to come in it kind of circles back to i gotta expand that love i gotta expand that this is a natural process that the soul journeys back to we're returning to the light that's always there you know, one of the things that I I want to I want to follow up with is how this is all embodied. And you know, for those of you just tuning in, you're listening to Soul Inspired Reflections with Gina Libido Ascension, a humbling a humble awakening of the heart. It really is humbling. Um, and for for more information about Gina, I want to make sure all of you know 
that you can go to soulinspiredreflections.com. Did I get that right, Gina? You did. Soulinspiredreflections.com. And you're going to find a lot of information how to work with her. Also, please go to the testimonials because once you read what people say about what it's like, this is why we're doing shows like this because we know we've never been here in our history before. You know, we know that on any given day, the unexpected can show up. But what Gina says and brings forward is we have the creative energy. We have it. We have these qualities. And I know one of the things that you do talk about is how to tell when your love is expanding, but also what happens to creative energy when that happens, right? Mm. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that's a really great question. And also what happens when we don't? act on that you know I think that's an important piece to for us not to forget when we're not honoring that creativity inside us it wants to be expressed I know for me I feel that contraction in my body I feel squashed right I may stay in a job longer than I want to and then all of a sudden I'm adding to my own oppression right? Because I'm not allowing myself to be expressed. Or or maybe it's just speaking out in a job that I like, right? It, it doesn't have to be, it could be the simplest thing to open up this love and to feel comfortable and get to know that nothing in this world has any true authority over you and your heart and your soul. And that's that transition from, um, of being more of a victim mindset or energy because everything for me is now energy and our mindset helps transition us into a place of power and be comfortable in our power and creativity. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So bringing it to just a day-to-day component, how can I be in my power while at work? It doesn't matter in my role, but I still have that power to speak. I still have that power to bring my wisdom to that role and to whatever it is I do, whether I'm the janitor or if I'm the chief of police. We're still people. We're still souls that chose a certain role. And to be able to do those roles with that open heart, with the ability to say, here's what I'm seeing. This is the information I have for you, or this doesn't work for me. Um, Can I do this, right? Mm -hmm. That ability to even ask and say, your truth at the time is very empowering. And I encourage people to start small, start yeah. with one choice. Meaning if say, say your partner wants you to go to the store with them and you truly just are tired and you want to be home and rest, just tell them that, just say, I'd love to, but I'm going to stay home and rest because I just need to stay home. It's that small. They don't have to be huge decisions that small decision is actually the biggest one you may be making. And it creates a new boundary for yourself too. Yeah. You know, one of the things I want to talk with you about when we come back is here we are in the world. Here we are. And I want to talk about the yellow flame. Mm. I don't think the yellow flame gets talked about enough. I know it does in uh, Sanskrit, ancient Sanskrit, and especially people that really focus on that. Mm -hmm. But I want to talk about this because we're living in a time now where that wisdom that is residing in us is hungry to come out. 
use me, learn from me. Uh, Gina, I want to take a short break. When we come back, what is this wisdom? When it taps you on the shoulder, how do you feel? What does it look like? And how do we get rid of the stigma that wisdom in our consciousness we think is only for the top 1% of the people that have maybe trekked out, that are maybe sitting on a, a mountaintop in Tibet? When we come back, Gina Libido is going to take us through all of that. You're going to find out how you can work with her and much more. Benny, Jacob, Olivia, let's take a short break. We'll be right back. Know your own divine magic and extend peace and love to all with Reiki master and author Brett Bevel. Brett offers empowering solutions with energy healing modalities, magical awakening, and psychic Reiki. Brett's latest book, Healing Racism Within, A Lightworker's Guide, draws on his own journey of growing up in a racist community and healing childhood trauma. For more on the most cutting-edge energy healing techniques, visit brettbevel.com. In body, in power, in soul. Activate the spirit within you in deep conversations of power, faith, grace, love, and forgiveness. On Soul Inspired Reflections, Ascension, a humble awakening of the heart. Join me, your host, Gina Libido, every second Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. And find that even the chaos of your world makes sense and has meaning and purpose. Make a choice, be inspired, take action. For more information, go to SoulInspired.org. That's Soul-Inspired.org. Do you question what an authentic life really looks like? Tune in to The Alley Effect with Allison Blythe, authentically living life your way. Every first and third Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com, where Allison Blythe brings you tools, resources, and actionable steps toward your very best life. Take responsibility for your own happiness. For more about Allison, visit Allison, A-L-L-Y-S-O-N, Blythe, B-L-Y-T-H-E dot com. Are you curious about who the Holy Spirit is or whether or not the Holy Spirit is real? And even more so, how to connect with an invisible God on a deeper level? Join me, Dr. Lisa Kohut, on Making the Holy Spirit Famous every second and fourth Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific and 4 p.m. Central Time on TransformationTalkRadio.com to begin that relationship, to begin to deepen your relationship with the Holy Spirit. To work with me, go to HolySpiritCoach.com. See you soon. Stuck in a roundabout of dysfunction? Stop circling around difficult issues and find out what's been holding you back. Learn how to speak your truth to power with host Dr. Kathy O'Bear. Create real change with smart tools and smart strategies. No frills, no fluff, just life-changing conversations to help get you where you want to be. Extend your reach and become an agent for real change with Kathy O'Bear. For more information on Kathy and her work, please visit drkathyobear.com. That's drkathyobear.com. Tune in to Knowledge Book Radio with host Marge Patasek, the fourth Tuesday each month at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Through many experiences, Marge was led to the Knowledge Book, a gift to humanity in its transition to the golden age that provides truth and answers. She now shares information from the Knowledge Book with you monthly on TransformationTalkRadio.com on Knowledge Book Radio. For more information, visit USA.TheKnowledgeBook.net. Hey, everybody, welcome back. Soul Inspired Reflections. This is Gina Libido's show, Ascension, a humble awakening of the heart. Today, Gina, you're bringing 
the, you bring into light, the light that shines in our hearts. This is about humanity's mass awakening, right? Before we, um, before we come back and we talk about wisdom, the yellow flame, can you tell people a little bit about how they can work with you, how they can connect with you, and some of the things that you're available to help them with? Absolutely. Uh, you can reach out to me by going through my website at uh, Soul Inspired. <laughs> that was my old one. Excuse me. Soul um, reflect Soul Inspired Reflections I work currently with people one on one and with group coaching. Um, you can set up a discovery call. There's a link to that, and I'll be happy to talk with you further about um, how I can support you to embody and be in your body, in your power, and in your soul as you walk through your life. Hmm. Um, I I know we've touched upon a fact about why this is so important. Um, I also want to talk about the, I know we're going to talk about the yellow flame now, and then Mm -hmm. ultimately we'll talk about the blue flame. But I think wisdom, the yellow flame is one of the most misunderstood Uh, For the general population, I do believe that we self-select and disqualify ourselves from having any. And I would love for you to talk about, you know, the evolution of wisdom and and how timely it is for us to tap into it in the in the modern world we're living in today. Right. What are your thoughts? Oh, my goodness. Well, number one, I'm like, you're totally on point. And it's interesting because that is one of the flames I spent the least amount of time on. Although I do embody these components and I'm thinking, wow, I'm so glad you brought that up because here I am. We're all on this collective, like love opening, blah, blah, blah. But without the mental body, it's out of balance. We need that mental wisdom, not from like, I know everything in this book knowledge, but taking that knowledge and turning it into wisdom as you apply it through life experiences, as you're expanding your heart opening, you have to have the wisdom to go along with it. And one of the things that stand out to me the most is people are learning to use discernment, right? Because all of a sudden, what I've noticed, I'm like, wow, everyone's becoming a life coach, which I think is great. Because I realized one day I'm all, oh, they're developing their higher qualities Mm -hmm. of listening, using discernment and bringing in that wisdom, not my wisdom that I want to share with you, but to cultivate someone else's internal wisdom. What does their body telling them? What's the first thing their intuition is telling them? These are the things that are coming out to me that we've forgotten we've squashed away. What does that mean for me? What's that initial hit? Bring that into wisdom. Should I go through that door right now? Or is something telling me not to? Right? So this is where I start to look at the energetic pieces of my of wisdom and that wisdom flame and calling in that more of that Eastern tradition, like you mentioned, that Mahatma energy, that Buddha energy, that golden light qualities, because it is bringing in both that a Christ-like energy of the heart, the cosmic heart, the cosmic Christ energies we're all connected to. And whatever word you want to use to use it is fine. I don't want to get us lost in semantics Mm -hmm. because sometimes we lose that message. It's all energy that's within all of us. We all carry these divine qualities. And then that Buddha energy that comes in, that people depict comes in through the crown and that, that wisdom 
bringing in that mental body and how do I walk through the world and share it, right? We're all in this place of now, like Tony Robbins and Dean Graciosi, it's like that share your knowledge. Yeah, It's time for you to share your knowledge. And now people are waking up. Everyone got really shooken up through the pandemic, which is beautiful as challenging and so much stuff has got brought up for all of us individually and collectively. But what I'm seeing, myself included, it's pushed me in a place. It's time for me to teach. It's time for me to share my wisdom and walk side by side with others and pave a way together and uplift others with the wisdom that's ignited in our heart. That no book can tell you how to access it because it's someone else's journey. However, they can support you in igniting it. Mm-hmm. Right. So I don't want to poo poo on the, the knowledge people bring through in their experiences, but it will ignite that wisdom within you. And you're like, oh, here it is here. How am I using that today? Yeah. Right. And you're talking about writing to your senator. How are you bringing in that wisdom and that open heart of compassion, that fire? They're happening together. So you use that power, your voice through writing and through your phone calls that all these three blend together. And it's that wisdom that you'll be able to cut through the veils that they don't want to hear, right? Because a senator, they're only for so long our politicians can ignore the, the forgotten, right? Because they want to, not they particularly, but you can't control people if they have a voice and they know their power. Right. So when you start to have all these people coming into their power, the wisdom of their body, the wisdom, like, and I'm talking about emotional, spiritual, mental, it all happens together. You can't stop anybody in their life. They just show up in it differently from the mother to the student, to the father, the grandparents. It doesn't mean you have to go wake up the whole world, but how you walk through it is with more mastery in your experiences, recognizing, and this is what it's become for me, recognizing that I am a soul in this physical body, having experiences to connect me with my higher self and master what, remember, because we were all ascended once, but to remember what that is like to walk in self-mastery with my wisdom. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And, you know, I want to talk about this for a minute in a lot of ways, because sometimes wisdom is not like, let's just talk about it for a minute in in terms of our everyday lives. You know, you wake up one day and you go to school and it doesn't matter what grade you're in, but you go to school and you know that school is very structured. It's like in kindergarten, this is what you do, first grade, whatever, Mm -hmm. right? Then you go to higher education. It's still structured. But the higher you go, you get to a point where it's less structured. And I remember Mm -hmm. this clearly that along the way, I've had some teachers in many, many of those grades. It doesn't Mm -hmm. matter if it's a sixth grade, junior, whatever. I've had many teachers that tapped into the wisdom part. Mm -hmm. They were the out of the box people. Yeah. Uh, Amy Sarrow saved my life. I mean, she is the reason that I graduated high school. Amy Sarrow fantastic teacher i'll never forget her pulling me off into a small room and looking me in the eye and saying i know what's happening with you i know you i know you are different i mean what Mm. hello 
right? She didn't even have to talk about it. Yeah. Save my life. But there is this idea that knowledge, and you have to have knowledge to get through these schools and whatever you're doing, the knowledge and wisdom are the same. And I want to just, I want to talk about this for a minute because we talk about wisdom in many ways. And by the way, our pop culture now has some perfect examples of wisdom, really perfect. I mean, one of the most pop culture examples of wisdom was in the first, the original Matrix movie, you know, where the young child is talking to Neo as Neo's trying to bend the spoon and you're watching this. You know how many people talked about this one soundbite? And you have this child who is bending the spoon like what looks like with his mind. And Neo's like, uh, how do you do it? And the child says, you're trying to bend the spoon. But in reality, there is no spoon. See, mm -hmm. that's the difference. One metaphor is there is a spoon and I'm going to figure out to bend it. The other one is there's an insight that goes mm -hmm. beyond what you might see. Mm -hmm. And this is the key, I believe, and, and don't you, to how we get from the day, the year we are right now mm -hmm. to 20, 30, 40, 50 years from now, right? What do you think? I think you're totally on point with that. It reminds me of Native American tradition, traditions. This world is a world of form and illusion, and we create that reality. And then looking at the spoon, too, I'm just like, you become the spoon because you're no different than the spoon. Because it, too, is energy. <laughs> and it's been created into a denser structure. We're just particles packed together in a denser structure. And once it's a practice, right? Because it's a power. I'm reminded of my one of my mentors, Jose Stevens. I studied with uh, my first studies in shamanism. And he's like, that's bids for power. Everything's a bid for power. But then I realize it's a power within ourselves. But how can we have this physical experience as a soul without a body to have, like feel, taste, touch, right? And then to have the experience of the boy that, you know, is like, oh, it's not really there. That spoon, <laughs> it truly doesn't exist. And it's true. Like, and these are some things where people may think I'm nuts, but go ahead. It's okay. You don't have to agree with everything I say or my experiences, and I don't need to prove them to you. But I remember sitting in meditation and we um, were working in, you know, those copper pyramids you could sit in and it yeah. amplifies energy and whatnot. And I remember my mentor, Tracy, on the other side, and I'm a, sat across from her and all these other people. And um, there are times when we would hold space for each other and each person would go into um, with their intention and purpose into the copper pyramid. Mm. And I'm watching this oscillate so fast that it looks like it's sitting still. Then all of a sudden <laughs> my eyes are watching everybody float in and out of the floor because there was no floor. <laughs> we had the vibration moving so high and we were getting so high that um, the form of the floor no longer, um, it was there, like I could still walk on it, but 
we were all floating in and out. And most people who have not had that experience would be like, you're crazy. What were you on? Mm-hmm. And I'm all nothing. I'm on like higher vibration frequencies in a group together that amplifies it. And the wisdom that comes through those channelings, when we open ourselves up and connect to our higher self, you're able to see through the illusions. You can see through the lies, I'll Mm -hmm. say, of other people. And now we're seeing it through our governments, right? On a larger scale. All of our institutions. Yeah. Yeah. And, and this is a necessary process to ascension of the planet, of yeah. the planet. And so that's part of what I do. It's not only the ascension of my individual self as a light worker and working with these qualities. Mm-hmm. How does me mastering this also support the ascension of the planet and the universe, which we're all connected to? Yeah. And that's only the little bits I know. Well, and you know, part of this now leads into the conversation, which I I think is so cool because we've already been talking about it. And that is mastering the blue flame. And when we think about the blue flame, flame, we're thinking about the power of word. You know, we really Mm -hmm. are. We're talking about the will, the will of God, the will of power. We're talking about breath. We're talking about vibration, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, let's just take a moment because... Everything we've just talked about, especially with the reference to, you know, that clip from the matrix Mm -hmm. is so neuro-linguistic, right? It was such a moment where those of us that are watching this, that have a little bit of information about things were like, oh, I see what's going on there. But this last piece about mindfulness and Mm self-reflection, this is so critical. It is the thing that stops any one of us from reacting to something, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. As opposed to enacting, you know, it doesn't matter if you're crazy about the gas prices or something happens and you drop a glass on the floor in your own home, you mm-hmm. know, there is a moment that that yeah. blue flame will have an opportunity to either show up or show out. What have you discovered about the power of blue flame? (laughs) The more I'm connecting to God, (laughs) the more mindful I need to be. Because also as we move, I say we, like those that are opening up and moving into a higher frequencies and vibrations, some or their consciousness is evolving or oftentimes people are calling it five dimensional um, consciousness. Um, the things that manifest in your life happen faster. Our sense of time is mm-hmm. completely different. Carolyn Mace calls it, I think she says chronos to, so she uses two terms, but she's like, we're going back to a vertical timeline from yeah. being stuck in our past and suffering, which is optional. You no longer yeah. have to suffer. And we're moving into our alignment with source and God, where there was a time you'd see angels all the day. Uh, any day it was common to talk about i talked to an angel and now people talk to angels and but that's still a little taboo but it's resurfacing right yeah and um and any other guides but this power of our words also goes into our power of our thoughts so if i'm thinking something it can manifest just as fast as when i bring the power of my word in 
So it's just, if I'm going to speak poorly about something and judgment, I'm going to feel that reverberation mm-hmm. a lot sooner now than I did say five or six years ago. Yeah. Now, let me just comment on this. Cause here's the deal about, I don't even know how many years ago, like 2010, 2011 was the first time I heard of a mainstream organization asking, I think it was CBS mm-hmm. and they went out and they asked people, you know, do you believe in angels? So back then, 2010 or 11, I'm not hundred percent sure. Eight out of 10 Americans mm-hmm. believe that. Yeah. And I'm almost, and so that was back then. I'm thinking about where we are today with this, right? And so what happens are questions that have evolved around this. It's not even the question, do you believe in angels anymore? But the latest poll that was done or the latest question that was asked in, I think it was January, wasn't even, do you believe in angels? The question was, do you believe there are angels among us? Can you see the evolution Uh, in the question? And so when you see the evolution in the question, this has got to be the blue flame operating, I think. Yeah. What do you think? Why not? They all exist at the same time. So if I'm operating from that blue flame, I'm still operating through that love and wisdom flame too. And the the key is to work with them all at the same time. So they're operating in balance and in harmony, Mm -hmm. right? There was a time when I would operate all heart, right? And then I'm just, and my emotions would be everywhere, but I was lacking the wisdom, right? Maybe I was speaking too much or out of turn or or, or what I would say, because my blue flame of power and speech, um, I didn't master that yet. And so they weren't matching up. So it would create some sort of discord mm-hmm. in perhaps how I was expressing love. Right. And then now it's more like, oh, I guess I like love everything. Even the darkest things I've experienced now, I can speak to them in a way that is not speaking poorly of another person or even the experience itself, right? right? Because now, okay, I'm recognizing, oh, that soul showed up for me. And I also chose to participate in, once I have a choice, once I make a choice, I'm going to also receive the consequences of that choice. Or it's that um, every action has an equal and opposite reaction, right? That ripple is going to be sent out and I'm going to go, okay, I'm going to, make a choice of betrayal, betraying myself and who else is it going to impact? I'm going to feel that. Yeah. And I have felt that. And then am I going to make an alternate choice where I'm going to honor myself and my intuition, right? Because that act of betrayal that I made, I didn't honor my intuition. I, I got the hit. I said no. And then I turned around and said yes. But then are the times when mm-hmm. I listened to my intuition, I don't have the same discomfort at life. The, the experiences come with more ease, less conflict, and sometimes even more confirmation of like, oh yeah, I just avoided all this discord because I made a choice and I spoke saying, no, this is not the right yeah. choice for me. Like I recently left a position where I offered body work temporarily, as you know, and I'm like, nope, this doesn't want to work. I worked there nine days. I didn't have to honor this old way of like two weeks notice right? That's a really old way of operating. Oh, you got to give me two weeks notice. No, I don't. You're not going to give me two weeks notice if you're firing me or laying me off. Yeah. And it's that, not a tick for tat thing. No, it's, it's a not new a guideline, tat, but it's, it's not. 
Yeah, it's, it's not. Like, it's like it's no, not. I just work at will in both directions. It, funny, work at will. And here we're talking about the will of God, our power of my voice, power of your voice. And so I listen to that gut instinct, that intuition, that wisdom coming through my body. And I go, okay, sat with it, bringing it back to the self-reflection, because that's huge and the art of doing nothing mm-hmm. and sat with it with myself. I went for a walk because that's where I find my stillness. Interesting. I find my stillness in the movement of walking, um, but I'm out in nature and I get these other little hits. That's oh, my dog. That, and I, I think that's actually your dog is affirming it. I mean, what I love about our animal friends is the following. It doesn't matter. I can't tell you how many shows I've done where people have said, I swore I put the cat out. And the next thing I know, the cat is jumping all over the monitor because our animal friends have a sensitivity. They are not guarded. They are not uh, shielded from by all, you know, they don't think, oh my God, I had such a rough childhood. I don't think I'm going to bark because I think it's in, no. They are naturally in the zone of who they are. But one of the things I love about this, this blue flame is it teaches us the power of our breath. It teaches us the power of our paws. And I don't mean dog paws. I mean the power of hitting the pause button. It teaches us the power to have a self-reflection mm-hmm. nanosecond. Because yeah. what we do, what we say, how we do it, and, and how we say it, will either create loving relationships or not. Gina, I got to thank you for today. Thank you so much for everything. Again, let's let folks know how they can find out more about you. And I would love to know your personal message for today. (laughs) Yeah, feel free to reach out at soulinspiredreflections.com. Schedule a one-on-one free coaching session or to find out more, really a discovery piece on how I can Mm -hmm. support you stay in your body, in your power, and in your soul. And my words of inspiration for today, keep your heart open, even at the times when you are at the depths of your challenges, Mm. that is the, when you need it the most and have faith in yourself, your intuition and trust that the right, the clarity will come to you Mm. and persevere. And I just want to say to everybody, when you go to uh, visit with Gina, please take a look at the many things she does to help uh, all of you out there uh, acknowledge and rise up in the way we've talked about today and really enable and allow your heart to shine. Thank you for listening to Soul Inspired Reflections, Ascension, a humble awakening of the heart with me, your host, Gina Lobito. Join me again every second Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com to continue to activate the spirit within you and trust your inner guidance. Learn about what it means to embody and how you can exist in transcendent service to ascension of life, the planet, and the universe. For more information, go to soulinspired.org. That's soul-inspired.org.